The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's showtime! From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or wherever you find your pods. If you like your own podcast, we produce them here right out of our Westwood, Massachusetts studios or virtually. Go to pod617.com to get started. I want to thank our sponsor, the all-inclusive podcast with Jay Ruderman. Find that anywhere you find your pods. Great interviews, great cause, great show, the all-inclusive podcast with Jay Ruderman. And speaking of greatness, I'm in the presence of greatness. And my guests today, that's right, more than one. That's the value you get on the Boston Podcast, which, by the way, is the pod where we tell the stories of our city through the voices of our city. We have two dynamic voices today. In fact, in a matter of speaking, voices is their business. Please welcome to the studio, the actual studio, not the virtual studio, which I say, as I've said for years now. And it has been years. Robin Golinski and Dr. Dennis Becker, Yay. welcome. <laughs> All right, David, now you opened your show this way. Do you remember this one? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yeah. What show that, opened that? Is that Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey? Circus? Yeah, but it was a TV show based on that. And that was that's the way he opened it. Oh, did it have? Did, was there a clown involved? Was yeah, it Bozo the clown? Of no, course, no, 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 no. It was oh. called the show was called Super Circus. Super they, yeah, Circus. Circus thing, but that's the way he opened it every single time. I, I wondered where that came from, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder how these things get started. The the let's get ready to rumble guy, Michael Buffer. Oh, yeah. He yeah. claimed that um, he actually stole. This is the theme song to uh, Super Circus. By the way, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Listen up. So far, there's not much happening, uh, Dennis. Now, that looks like... Hello, hello again, all you wonderful people. Hey, are you ready for some more Super Circus fun? So, TV used to be like that, kids. Yeah. Like, I, re- I, I yeah. remember watching the Bozo, the, the clown show on the weekends, oh, yeah. and... You kind of took what you got. I mean, I watched Candlepins for Cash. I mean, that, yeah. that's that's not even real bowling on TV. I watched. <laughs> anyway, Robin, how are you? Because you're here too. I'm good. So, so what I didn't tell you is what they do, and I should have because this isn't good podcasting. Kids, do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. Speech Improvement Company is their company. They have a book called Outwitting the Manipulator: Protecting Yourself in Real Time. And they are the architects of a soon-to-be-started podcast, which will also be called Outwitting the Manipulator. So their business, now you tell me if I've got this right, the book, the business, it's about speech coach, It's a, but, but more so than that, like public speaking, leadership, and the whole manipulator thing is how to recognize when speech being, is being used against you, like the dark side of the force. Do I have that right, Robin? Why don't you go first? And then. Well, pretty much. I mean, as speech coaches and trainers, we're focused in a lot in the corporate world, and we do presentations, executive communication, and a lot of time doing that. This is the writing of the book and mm-hmm. conceiving of the book is where we've become very specialized. 
and outwitting the manipulators, focusing on the tactics that manipulators use to control other people, which always happens through communication. Now, we've talked about this off the air, so to speak, and Dennis, we, uh, we're talking about the fact that this, this kind of hasn't been addressed. There are zillions of books about mm. speech and how to become better at public speaking, and uh, who's the guy? Dale Carnegie? Was he the guy? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of guys. A lot of guys. A lot of gals, too. <laughs> right. But why, why this? Why did this particular subject occur to you as something compelling? Well, this is a long-time standing concern that our clients have. Speech Improvement Company is the oldest and most established coaching firm in the nation. So we've been doing this for a long, long time. And this issue of manipulation has come up many, many times, as you might suspect. In fact, we have clients around the world, and it comes out com- comes up anywhere in the world. So manipulation is a serious issue of communication between and amongst people. So we've coached so many other th- things during the course of the 50 years or say 56 years we've been around that we decided that Robin and I have a particular c- concern about manipulation and we decided, let's write a book about it, help folks with it. But it wasn't just writing a book. We wanted to write a, a book and then ultimately the podcast, which not only explained it, but told, showed people how to do it. So the other part of the title of the book is Protecting Yourself in Real Time. So mm. in addition to the a book explaining things about manipulation, we've included tw- 24 of the most commonly used Manipulation, manipulative tactics that manipulators wow. use. Mm. Then we took the 24 of them and said, here's what you do mm-hmm. when it's happening to you in real time. Right. And to accompany, so we give them words, we gave them phrasing, we told them what to do with the facial expression. In addition to that, we put a QR code with each one of them. In the so book, we, right. Yeah, in the book. We do is click on it, and there, what do you know? Robin and Dennis appear in video demonstrating that particular technique that you can use to protect yourself. I thought you were going to say that you appear at their house and invite invite yourselves in. Go ahead, Robin. You were going to say. That would be strange. There's two statements that I know to be true that I've tested people and asked people, and one is that every single problem that you have in your life, every human on earth, every problem on earth can be traced to a communication problem. Mm. I haven't had anybody been able to deny that or tell me differently. Mm. So if you have to think that hard and that long, it's probably mostly true. The second part of that is you cannot manipulate someone unless you're communicating with them. Right. It's the only way. Mm -hmm. So those two statements together are what compel us Mm -hmm. to help solve that problem because it's the source of almost all pain and suffering when you Look at it. Well, the first, so the first part, let's take the first part, Alex. You mentioned all of our problems. I'm exaggerating. All of our problems are from communication. The, the, I guess what you're saying is whether it comes when you think of something that's gone awry at work or in your personal life or, or you're coaching a Little League, Little League team or, and it's not working out or it's not working out with the parents or your significant other, it's not working out. You're saying all of these are kind of wrapped it we make the same mistakes across all these all these areas yes mm-hmm, okay. pretty much yeah. yeah so dennis give me an example of the the power of manipulation used for dark forces for, <laughs> for dark Ooh. reasons no, get, yeah, get, let's, let's try to do it without yeah. naming people sure please because you may one. recognize a few folks that i described but i'm not going to use their name okay Whisper the I name. guess. <laughs> I guess the call them all Kevin. The, the, here's, I don't know why. Can I do sign language? Here's you, the, no, you can't. It's a podcast. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, okay. It's okay. You'll learn. So, not too long ago, we had an election 
And uh, the person who won the election was a, and still is, a master manipulator. Don't use names. Uh, no. Because I have not, no idea who no, you're no, talking about. No, no, no. Well, no, most no, politicians follow Listen, there are, poli- there are yep. elections of all kinds well, going on around true, the actually. United States. Yeah. It could be anything. There's all kind of elections going on. Right. So, but the manipulative tactics that he does, we'll admit it was a he, uh, was able to use really made major and, and, and influential changes in the way that the organization is run. Mm-hmm. The country actually is run. Mm-hmm. So, and he was cited many, many times, many times, I think it's more like 12,000 times the different manipulative tactics that he used or the lies that he told in, in the process of the manipulation. Mm. So it's easy to see. Now, the problem is it's very easy to scam someone it's very hard to convince someone that they've been scammed. Mm-hmm. So his ability to manipulate folks was not that difficult. You can do that. It's, it's really not that hard. You can learn how to manipulate. Learn how to unmanipulate or be unmanipulative is a whole different thing, and that's what we're, we're going to attempt to do in this book. I have to give you an example before I forget. If I don't say it out loud, I'll forget it because I'm getting old. But I was manipulated once, but and it, was a, it was a scam. It was an out-and-out scam, and I got taken for... I think it was like 400 bucks. I'll tell you, I've never told the story before because it's so freaking embarrassing. Mm. But what happened was about a year prior to this day of embarrassment, something had gone wrong with my electric bill. I wasn't getting the bill or something. And so I got home one day and my power was shut off. Okay. And so mm. I was pissed off. I, I got in touch with the power company. It took like 12 hours, like the next day before it got turned on again. So that was stuck in my brain. Okay. So then one Friday afternoon, I pick up my son, my son, Adrian, who's, he's 23 years old. He has autism. He's the love of my life. He's the happiest guy I know, but he needs, he needs his electricity for his devices and everything. Mm-hmm. So I get in the door, we, we come in and Friday afternoon, I'm having a Friday happy spell and very happy to be with my son. And the phone rings and it says, this is, no, it's an automated message. It says Eversource Power Company, which is my power company, or was. Mm-hmm. Your power will be turned off in 60 minutes unless you make a payment, and we're going to put you on the line with the person now. That was an automated voice, and then it, it then it went to a human. It Over the course of the next harrowing, like, 20 minutes, I wired them some money. And, and looking oh. back on it, it was the dumbest thing that I've ever oh, done. Oh, my goodness. Because I didn't, I didn't stop the thing. But But... I was, I, I w- they, they caught me at a, at a time yes, that was timing. good for timing yep. for them because this had happened to me before. And so I figured, oh, it's happening again. And so they were telling me, and eventually they said, okay, we just need you to take a picture of the screen and send it to us. And then finally I was like, I had already wired them somebody. They were asking, you have to do it again. It didn't go through the first time, right? Oh. Finally, I came to snap to my senses, but I'm just one of zillions right. of victims yeah. yes. that this yeah. happens to. How yeah. do they... How do they get away with that? And where do I find them? And I'm, how can what I punish well, them? No, in the book, isn't that, what is that, tactic it's, number it's, 11 or something? Well, it's, it's vulner, vulnerable. We're all vulnerable. Fear. So sure. that's the thing that sure. people hate that word vulnerable, and they always want to think about how they can never be vulnerable. Mm. But that's a transient condition, and if you're human, it's inevitable that you're going to have different moments where you're vulnerable. We mm. list them all in the book. So mm. you are never going to get a pass. You are always going to have those moments. Manipulators capitalize on those moments. They they sense them, they leverage them, and they know exactly how to capitalize on it. So you can never blame yourself. You're What you have to know is that it happens to everyone, super, super mm. smart people. Absolutely everyone is vulnerable. 
thank you. It's very kind of you. To say. Well, it's <laughs> true. true. But there was there was some kind of they had either a script or something. There were two of them, and like the supervisor would come on, and I'd say, "I just sent you this money. I don't understand why I have to do it again." And just mm. the confidence in his voice. Yes. No, 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 sir, sir, sir. I understand why you're saying that. Yes, everybody says mm. that. I understand. I understand. But it, it didn't go through. We don't have the, the money. You just have to repeat these steps, and then we'll take care of it, and we'll get your power turned back on. And as I say it out loud now, I'm like, who, what <laughs> fool falls for this? But he caught me at the right place. He led me down the primrose path. Mm-hmm. And I, I know people like this, too. You talk about our, our former commander-in-chief, and there are some things that he did. And you look at the hundreds of millions of people, well, millions, whatever, yeah, however many millions yeah. of people who support this guy. Yep. And... I have friends, I, I say to myself, I, I don't, I just don't understand how it works, mm-hmm. but it clearly does. It's, it's, and, and part of it's bullying though with, with, with him, right? Cause I have, I have friends that remind me of our former president. I'm doing the Stephen Colbert thing. I'm not mentioning him by name. And I have friends that are, they're part bully. They're not, I wouldn't be mm-hmm. friends with a hundred percent bully, but the guy I'm thinking of is like 30% bully. And so if he, if we all decide we're going to meet somewhere and he decides he wants to meet somewhere else, he will campaign, like call around and, mm-hmm. and no, no, everybody wants to go to Del Frisco's. Yeah. So that's where we're going to go. Is that cool with you? And I go, yeah, all right, whatever. Then he calls up somebody else and he says, well, yes, just said he really wants to go to Del Frisco. Exactly. So, sure. sure. Exactly. Bullying is one of the tactics that we deal with in the book because it's yes. a very popular one yes. and it's, it's, it's hard to resist, particularly if the, if the manipulator, the bullier is good at it. You can't resist it. You're going to go for it. And they don't even think of themselves as a bully. They think of themselves as a leader. They do. And our society, by the way, rewards a lot of these behaviors. Those are the people who will make the most money and rise to the top in an organization. We should point out, too, what we mean by manipulator, if uh, folks, if you haven't thought about this. Manipulators are people who say and do things to other adults for nefarious purposes at no no concern to themselves. Mm-hmm. They couldn't care a thing about you. Right. They can do whatever they want to you. As long as it helps them and doesn't hurt them, they will do it. it that sounds like you're defining a sociopath. <laughs> well, it's very close. Yeah. The behaviors are slightly different. Right. The sociopath, psychopath, manipulators, narcissists, these are very – oftentimes we f- find one person who is all of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's not an uncommon to find narcissists who are very manipulative. I, I've, the, one of the challenges when we were doing a lot of the research, we've read many, many books, and most of the books about manipulation do focus on the personality disorders. So they go into great detail about, is it a sociopath? Is it a psychopath? Does it narcissistic personality disorder? At the end of the day, does it really matter what they are? They're causing you nothing but pain and suffering. So that's when we wrote the book. I said, let's just get away from all that psychology because to me it's irrelevant. This person is manipulative and they're manipulating you. By the way, we're all capable of manipulation Mm -hmm. and we've all done it. So the the irony is a, a person very close to me who will go unnamed who read the book said, so I read your book. And I said, oh, okay, what would you think? And they said, well, what do I do if I identify as a manipulator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to Manipulators Anonymous and you say, hi, my name and is Dave. Said, well, I'm, a, I'm a manipulator. I mean, it's kind of one of the reasons I wrote the book, too, because yeah. <clears throat> I was raised by a manipulator. I married a manipulator. But I'm the oldest of seven children, and I also learned to be a manipulator. Mm. 
And writing this book, I have found that I self-police my behavior so much better. So if I dip my toe in it, right, it's an easy, it's like a drug, really. Mm. It's an easy thing. If you've got charisma, charm, persuasive powers, it's really easy to leverage them and cross that line where you're taking someone's free will away or you're trying to persuade somebody to do something that's more in your self-interest than their self-interest. So, but you can't. You mentioned being mm. the oldest of seven. I'm the oldest of nine. And I can recall <laughs> now, folks, whatever, Sometimes whenever you you're to. listening to this, <laughs> I don't know, but we're recording it in a particular season. It happens to be the Christmas season yes, whenever you're hearing it. Right. But I remember being the oldest of nine watching this happen. And then, of course, as I got older, I had my own children and so forth. And now I'm extremely aware of it. Many of you are manipulating right now. As you're listening to us, <laughs> yeah. you are probably manipulating a child, someone else in your life, but certainly children. What's this whole thing about Christmas and Santa Claus? What do you tell your kids about Santa Claus? Think oh about boy. that. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. Now, wait a minute here, Dennis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you, yes. Are you, are you telling me there's there's some dark manipulation going on during this holiday season when everything is festive and full of eggnog and mistletoe? I can't believe it. But, um, you <laughs> It's one of the nicest ways to clear to, to cover up a manipulation is make it nice and rosy and smell yeah. nice and taste good. But it is it is kind of kind of funny thing that our society does. Though kids, if you're listening, fast forward like ten minutes because I'm going <laughs> to say something about Santa Claus that you're not going to want to hear. But it, I was um, raised in a Jewish family, but my mom was raised in an Irish Catholic family, so Santa would we got both. Santa would still come to our house, and I can still remember. Somebody on the like during recess at the schoolyard saying, "There's no Santa Claus. Your parents just do it." And I remember sticking up for Santa Claus. I said, mm-hmm. "That's not true. I still believe he exists." So yeah, yeah. you can say what you want. <laughs> it, it it is kind of funny that we do it, in every other respect. We endeavor to, to be role models for our kids, and then we lie to lie to their faces. I sent my daughter to Grossman's summer camp. Okay, when she was seven, she got off the bus and she was livid, and she pointed at the whole bus and she said. Those kids don't believe in Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. The Grossman yeah. is a Jewish camp. Yes. Oh, but, yeah. But so what? Didn't, didn't occur to me they would have that discussion. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> and by the way, Robin, you grew up in the Midwest? Detroit, yep. Oh, okay. I was going to guess Wisconsin. I was picking oh, up. Oh, you a, hear my accent? I was picking up a twang. <laughs> yes. I kept it because I didn't think the Boston was an upgrade. No offense to the Bostonians. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> so what exactly are you fucking saying here, Robin? Get out of my studio. You're so smart. Um, You're not so smart. So you know. fucking wicked smart over here. I Sometimes I can't even do a good Boston accent. But uh, anyway, it, it'll, it'll come up. So let's remind people the book, Outwitting the Manipulator, available. You have it's uh, available in audiobook too, isn't it? Or yes, is it? it is. Yes, okay. Yeah. And you can just go to Amazon. Outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time by Robin Golinski and Dr. Dennis Becker. You can get it on Kindle. You can get it on audiobook. You can Dennis and Robin will come to your home and read it to you at night <laughs> and, and tuck you into bed. No, and uh, their their company, of course, for if you have a now I take it companies hire you to do uh, speech training for it could be anybody, right? Like right. executives, salespeople, yeah. right. right? Right, could be anybody. Speechimprovement dot com is where you go. Give us just a couple of examples of how you've kind of turn the ship around when it comes to either a group of people or a, or a certain person. Does anything come to mind? Turn Robin? the ship around? You mean when somebody's being manipulative? Well, th- that's, I'd like to hear that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the first, the first thing that's really important to know that we talk about in the book extensively is success looks like failure when it comes to outwitting the manipulator. 
Mm. That sounds odd, but you better explain. Yeah, that. that's a good because point. when you're succeeding in using the techniques that we provide in the book against the manipulative tactics, the the manipulator ups the ante. The backlash is oh. incredible. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't lay down a sword. He just keeps on manipulating. Oh, right. it gets worse before it gets better. Yeah. Way worse. And most people aren't prepared for that. And particularly, I want to say, nice people. Generally, mm-hmm. nice, normal people. They're not prepared for how personal and how vicious and how vindictive it can turn very quickly. And so a big part of this is preparing your mindset for that and knowing that that's success because that's not how we think of success. And this is exactly why he who shall not be named, who we were discussing earlier, had so so much of a hold over people and getting them to do what he wanted because they were so afraid of the backlash. Right. And they the backlash through social media. Right. Because of the, the hordes of people who would call you names on mm-hmm. social exactly. media and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So big part of the preparation is preparing for the backlash, accepting the backlash, and proceeding anyway with the techniques that we are providing. Easier said than done. Mm. This is why the book is really the starting point. This is why we're adding. We've got community. We've got workshops. We've got one-on-one coaching we provide because once you know all this, you really need to practice up against someone Mm. and feel that pushback and feel how vicious that can be. We were mentioning before about the person who shall shall go unnamed. Mm. One of the most successful tactics that manipulators use, and one of the things that you will find if you've reviewed the preceding four years, Mm -hmm. good manipulation, which has a nefarious intent, and you want to earn something for themselves and don't care what happens to anybody else. Good manipulation includes some truth. Mm-hmm. It's not all fake stuff that they make up to, to hurt you. It is, it's like a good lie. A good lie has some good truth in it. Mm. So if you like the truth, you like the lie. Mm-hmm. So manipulators know that. And so when, they, when they're going to manipulate you, it doesn't just come right out and start a manipulation. They set you up a little bit. They soften you. And it, it can be a matter of seconds. I mean, this doesn't take months to do. Like you're grooming somebody. It's a whole other tactic. Mm-hmm. So it can have happen very quickly. But And you don't want to kick yourself falling for it because some of it was true. You fell for that part. That's a good part. That's the other part. Usually the good part comes first so that you feel, oh, yeah, this guy's cool. He knows. Man, or she's all, oh, of course, that's true. And then, boom, here it comes. Mm-hmm. So you got to really be paying attention. You've got to be a good listener. Hey. Go ahead, Roman. Well, I'm just every time I always think of something else. But, yeah, when they add on to what Dennis is saying is that we really need to expand people's curiosity and courage. Most people just accept things that are odd mm. instead of getting more curious. And then so even if they're curious and they go, wow, that didn't that was strange. Like he showed up there. But how did he know I was there and why was he there? And then they let it go mm-hmm. because they don't have the courage to confront it. Mm-hmm. And say, well, how did you come to my job? I didn't tell you where I worked or whatever it is. So it's really that I, I feel like that's on a greater level. What this book is about is helping people be critical thinkers mm-hmm. generally. And the idea of bullying comes in here, David. This is what you were talking about mm-hmm. bullying mm-hmm. before. Oftentimes, if you resist that first attempt by the manipulator, they just get stronger. What are you, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What this... Listen, everybody, you're the only one. You start to get this kind of behavior. Yeah. And then you begin to doubt, well, gee, maybe I really am. It's another tactic. Mm-hmm. So each one of these tactics, what we've done is to take it apart 
and say, what do you say if that gets said to you? Literally in the book, so we'll say, say these words, mm. say them at this speed, use this facial expression. We get very, very specific. Non-verbal communication. Like and then the QR code shows you how to do it. We do it for you, for you in the book. Yeah. I think part of what you're saying reminds me of the... Uh, the ancient art of jujitsu, which is using your opponent's um, strength yes. against yeah. them. It's Absolutely. Like, it's sure. like turning things upside down. The only example I can think of, th- there's a famous example in literature, but I can't remember what book it is because I didn't pay attention in English class in, in uh, 11th grade. But say you are you go to the restaurant with a bunch of people and so, and you some the, the bill is short because somebody didn't throw in money, okay? Always. And, and, and someone turns around <laughs> and points at you and says, like to me, and says, Dave, you're the one who didn't throw in money. You do this all the time. Why didn't you throw in the money? No. And I, I yeah. lose my shit, and I, and I look indignant, yeah. and I turn and I go, I walk out of the bar. And so mm-hmm. then when I come back, they're like, well, are you going to give the money or not? You clearly didn't. Well, and I could, I could say, now, why did I, why did I turn mm-hmm. like white? Because I got busted. But, but a manipulator might say, well, you know why I did that? I've, I've never been accused of cheating in my life because I've never done it. So that's mm-hmm. why I look so indignant. That's why I turned white. That's why. So, in other words, and then mm-hmm. and then people can go, oh, well, he did look kind of like embarrassed and shocked and everything. It's like when the former president would call her lying Hillary, lying Hillary, lying Hillary, and then there's some something comes up in the news mm-hmm. that maybe shows that she was dishonest in some fashion. Yeah. He can go, see, See? Exactly. I've been saying, I've been saying this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fascinating stuff and scary. Yeah. But please, please, when you buy the book, Outwitting the Manipulator, available on uh, Amazon. See, always be selling, always be closing. Right? Mm-hmm. That's ABC, ABC. Glenn, Glenn Ross. Always be closing, <laughs> always be closing. Set of steak knives. Use, please use these powers for good people. Please don't yeah. use them for evil. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do a round of good stuff where all three of us will recommend something good for you, the listener, to check out, consume or enjoy in some fashion. We'll be back in less than a minute, I promise, so hang with us. Hi, I'm Jay Ruderman. All Inclusive is a podcast focused on inclusion and social justice. Join me as I interview leaders and experts on the latest news focused on advocacy for social justice. In order to make progress that will lead to a more equitable future, honest discussions must be held. That is what All Inclusive is all about. Listen and subscribe to the All Inclusive podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Visit the show website for more information and full episode transcripts at www.allinclusivepodcast.com. And we're back with Robin Galinsky and Dr. Dennis Becker. I keep almost not wanting to say Becker because because there was a TV show called Becker with Ted Danson and what was he a doctor in that show he was he was yeah. okay yeah so you're I got I got practically talking to Ted Danson here there so was another one called uh, Dennis Becker had the actual name oh uh, you're oh really the de- detective show earlier than that I forget who it was was in that we'll get the intern on that Jimmy we'll get it yep. <laughs> yeah right 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 I'm just kidding but that remember. character was named after me ironically I, the guy who produced the show I was a friend of mine from college and he said look I'm going to write this show and I'd like to use your name what do you think and I want to make you feel I said what's the character like he's going to be a detective it was a who, manipulator he was a manipulator yeah he uh wait it's the Rockford Files that's it the yeah the Rockford Files, Files. Yeah. and 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 he said look he'll assist the the main character, and this, he'll be a good guy. I said, okay, fine. I just thought, I didn't even know the show was going to make it. Next thing I know, 
Dennis Wait a Quaker. minute. What the heck? Are you telling me your name, the, the guy in the Rockford yeah. Files is named after you? Tis, sir. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine no. that. Imagine That's, that. I, breaking news <laughs> here. Breaking news way. here on the Boston <laughs> Podcast. We have He's the original the Dennis, Dennis Becker. Dennis in the world, Becker. Yes. <laughs> and the, one of the great TV themes of all time. It is. <laughs> this this song was uh, a hit song. In fact, this was a number one hit song, the theme from the Rockford Files. Was it really? Wow. I got Dennis Becker. I got, I'm so excited. Yeah. I got Dennis Becker right here. The real one. The real one, not the fake one. <laughs> so I want to ask you, before we play good stuff, don't worry, listeners, we're getting to it, as I promised, but um, the the podcast, which I am delighted to be helping you out with, we haven't started yet, but we're, we have a plan. Outwitting the manipulator of the podcast. Why a podcast? Are there going to be ways for you to more bring to life these examples of manipulation and whatnot? Robin, Absolutely. Want- There's no end to this. And we. Yep. And the irony of this is we, the woman who edited the book for us mm-hmm. and our publisher, both two different women, both told us very long stories about how they were, their lives were ruined by a manipulator and I've asked both of them, I said, would you guys want to be a guest on our future podcast? And they both said, absolutely. Mm. Anything I can do to help a, another person avoid going through what I went through, that's mm. their attitude. Mm. You know, so, go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, I was just going to mention that Robin mentioned earlier about uh, growing up and having difficulty in her earlier years in her, with her mother and her husband and so forth. We have uh, two, dif- two different stories in the book. One is Robin's story where she tells what actually happened with her mother and so forth. And it's a, it's a difficult thing to hear. It's very raw. She's very honest and open about it. And it's a difficult thing to read if you're not prepared for it. But it's real, and that's why we put it in there. The second story is, and this is extremely unusual, we were able to find someone who was an actual manipulator mm. who was willing to talk to us. Of course, using a different name. When you, okay. Somebody that... Uh, I had been coaching for some time. So when this guy hands out his business card, it says Joe Blow Manipulator, professional manipulator. <laughs> he does. <yeah. laughs> it says provocateur. provocateur. So, but he, yeah. but he, he admitted to being. Yeah. Uh, well, I had I'd been coaching him for quite some time, and so I knew he was. And this was an issue. So when we decided to write the book, I thought, "What the heck? Okay, I'll ask him." Mm. And he said, "Well, you can't use my name." Right. Of course not. So everything about him is fake, except for the things that he did and what he lived, and it's a. It's a great I- insight into the mind of a manipulator. Mm. That's, a, that's a very real and, and unusual the curtain. Fe- feature for this book, too. I don't think I, I don't know other books have that, too. Yeah. It occurs to me that the this, the subject of manipulation is kind of in the news. Uh, well, not in the news, but in, in popular media, I would suggest, because there's... There every was day. A, every day. Well, well, right. But you hear these stories like the, the Dr. John. No, Dr. John. What's it called? Dear, Dirty John. Dirty John. Thank you. Jesus. was that? That's actually listed in the back of our I book. Wrote, I wrote down Dirty John and I, then I forgot Dirty to look down at my notes. Yeah. That's and, how bad it can get. Right. The story of a woman who was manipulated by this guy whose past is a total charade. There's... Doctor Doctor Death, which was which just another yes. another based on a true story Absolutely. about a doctor who and who kept hiding his misdeeds. And how about the shrink next door? It's the other one I wrote yes. down, Robin. Yeah. Ding, ding, Very ding. good. Yep. Yes, <laughs> and that and that I. So did you listen to the podcast? Yes. Absolutely. Did, did you try the TV show? 
I haven't done Dirty John yet. No, I mean the TV. Sh- there's the TV show for the Shrink next this, door. I haven't seen it yet, oh. but I know it's well cast with it's, Will Ferrell, and I well, can't wait. Well cast, oh. not that well no. done. I, I, I got through like oh, an episode, bummer. and I got through an episode and a half, and it just it wasn't giving me anything that I didn't get from the pot, which is surprising because I love both those guys too. So, but and these are all stories where you say to yourself, "Why won't they wake up?" But such is the power of manipulation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, look out for the podcast on pod617.com or wherever you find your pods. It'll be it'll be coming soon. And I promised a round of good stuff, so let's get to it. Let's do it. Oh, that's the good stuff. Looking at you guys out of the corner of my eye, the guests usually dance to the B-52s jingle, I and I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> All well, right, next next time. If you didn't duct tape me to the chair, I'd be damned. <laughs> okay. Well, the good, good news I bring is that I didn't dance. <laughs> yes, and we thank you for that. Dennis, we'll let you go first. What do you have to recommend to our listeners? Ah, humbug. Ah. I mentioned earlier that we're doing this during uh, Christmas season. Well, I want to yes. recommend mm-hmm. Ebenezer Scrooge Okay, just, as just... a role model. Okay. <laughs> Now, okay. now, don't laugh like please that. Ex- Just a please second. Explain. Yes. How do you? How, what? What happens at the end of the story? He gets redeemed. He sees the error of his ways, and he becomes a better person. Absolutely. Yeah. So, my theme okay. for this season: Ah, humbug! If Ebenezer can change, anybody can change. <laughs> That's good. So I never worry about how deeply troubled my clients are, because if Ebenezer can change, anybody can change. Okay. Words of wisdom, I like it. Perfect for the holiday season. Do you have a, a favorite adaptation of A Christmas Carol? I do. It, it's the one uh, 1939 version. Uh, that's like that's kind of the, the most classic yeah. version, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like Scrooge with Bill Murray. Um, that was different. That, it was <laughs> more modernistic. I mean, they're all good. I mean, I mean, I, I won't admit that I like the Muppets one too. But Robin, oh, Robin, Robin, what do you got? Dramatically different. The book that I recommend is The Hunter and Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century by Heather Hang and Brett Weinstein. Okay. They also have a podcast called Dark Horse, and this is a, they are evolutionary biologists, and they're absolutely fascinating. Hunter Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century, is that what it is? Yeah. And uh, as you can imagine, it's available on Amazon. Heather Hang and Brett Weinstein. So mm, I'm not sure I get it. What's the shtick? What is like the message? So they basically talk about, because they're evolutionary biologists, they study animals, but they also talk about humans and how we right now, this is an, un, we'll all, we should all agree on this. It's very unprecedented times that we live in where change is hap- happening at a rapidly increasing rate. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's outstripping our ability to adapt and evolve with the change. Mm-hmm. So we are faced with um, some challenges that we've never been for before faced with, but they take it in the scope of all of evolution and make recommendations to how we can cope and adapt with this rapid change that we're all faced with. And they talk about things like unintended consequences and potential things that could go wrong, but it's it's not doom and gloom. It's actually helpful. It's It sounds like it, it puts things into perspective because we can all get wrapped up in our in our world and victims of somebody called us a name on social media or something. And we oh, forget yeah. the, the big picture. This sounds like a big picture thing, right? Absolutely. You can tell now who are the, between the two of us, you can tell who's the more academic science oriented, boring, I love read those kind of things. And who's the fun guy you'd like to be with <laughs> oh, at Christmas. Hey, hey. R- Rockford files, <laughs> Scrooge. 
Circus. The, what was the circus show? Anyways. Somebody has to carry Super the show. Super circus. The ringmaster, not the clown. The clown comes oh, out. Yeah, the ringmaster comes out. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't have a clip of the ringmaster <laughs> next time. I promise. Uh, that's a good one. I'll recommend a show. Have you guys seen Yellowstone? It's not new. No. but no, it's, but it's not it's, new. I have seen some of it, yes. Yeah. It's not the, new. So this is the Kevin Costner project, which you can find on mm-hmm. Peacock TV, which is these streaming services are driving me crazy. But also, I just noticed Peacock uh, is, of course, a streaming service from NBC. Yeah. The the NBC logo has a peacock on it yeah. and the peacock logo doesn't. And that bothers me. <laughs> oh, they come up with that you, yeah. you can't reuse the peacock. Uh, sure. So That's uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the Yellowstone is it's uh, a Kevin Costner show. I think it's two and I'm still in I'm at the beginning. It's three seasons. That's what that's what it is. Good podcasting, Dave. Um find it on Peacock. I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer here. It 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 is apropos of our subject today because it's nothing but manipulation. It is it's kind of like a little bit like The Sopranos on a farm, but it's also kind of a Cowboys and Indians story and the but the patriarch Costner is constantly trying to manipulate his his enemies his own family and uh, maybe I'll stop stop you up and we'll just listen to a little bit of the trailer for Yellowstone season one you don't act like the man from the stories I've heard that's the thing about being a grandfather I get to do all the things I wish I'd done with my children (laughs) (laughs) and the things I regret I get to do different you were right. They're building a city. Everyone's forgotten who runs this valley. I need you more than ever. You have me. What are you doing here? Same thing I always do. Fixing something you couldn't. Stagnation is death for a town, and the Duttons are the ones killing it. The new chief is hungry for a fight. I'm going to buy your ranch, and I'm going to pull down every fence. It looked like it used to when it was ours. Just tell me you to fight. Everyone. So that's let's talk about Costner really going for it there. <laughs> tell me who to fight. Everyone. So he's the patriarch. The last voice you heard was his daughter, who is this corporate executive who is brought back to the farm in Montana from her downtown office, wherever she is to engage in this fight. It's it's literally a fight of cowboys versus Indians. And the other voice you heard was the head Indian guy who, on behalf of their, sorry, Native American, American. Native American, the Native American organization who is trying to make, turn it into reservation land and put a casino on it. And, but I mean, it, it's got, it's got everything you want in like a drama. I mean, it's got betrayal and action and turning sides and manipulation manip- and a lot of manipulation. And so it always has manipulation. Yeah. So I, I do, um, I do recommend it. Kev, Kevin Costner is kind of getting better with age. I think. Yeah. It, I mean, he, I mean, he. I agree. After he he was such a big star, and I loved him because like Field of Dreams and Bull Durham, two of my favorite, you know, movies of all time, and The Untouchables was great. Then he made that Waterworld movie where he was like half fish, and it was mm. a big disaster. But he's done. He's he's hanging around. I used to have a fight with my friend back in the day who was a better actor, Tom Cruise or Kevin Costner. Mm. And I always said Costner for a while I was losing. I got to call him back up and reignite that argument. Anyway, so <laughs> as a reminder, there'll be a podcast, Outwitting the Manipulator, and it will be on Pod 617 and other places you find your pod. And uh, don't forget the book, also called Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. Any other uh, content, the, the website that where you can find more info on Dennis and Robin is speechimprovement.com. Easy to remember, speechimprovement.com. 
What what have I left out? Anything? Yes. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Did you how just, people can get in touch with you or just go through the website? Right now they can they can email us at outwitbook at gmail dot com. Very good. And soon we'll have everything up and running, including our podcast. So all of that will will awesome. be happening soon and we're looking forward to it. So cool. Now they're about to tell me they've been manipulating me the whole time. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Insert evil F. Very good uh, did you guys have fun, I hope? Absolutely. All right. Well, cool. I had guests in the studio today. People are starting to come real back. life. IRL. Yes, I know. Real. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, thanks again to Dennis and Robin. Thanks to all the listeners out there. Thanks to our sponsor, the Onclusive Podcast with Jay Ruderman. If you want your own podcast, don't forget, go to pod617.com. You can be the next big podcast star, just like Robin and Dennis will be. On behalf of my friends, Robin and Dennis, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston, but if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. Don't be manipulative. Don't do it. Don't be manipulative.